Hi, this is Jessica and this episode of Through the Eyes of Jessica is sponsored by Wheelchair Escapes. Hi, this is Christy from Wheelchair Escapes. I specialize in travel for the disabled, making their travel dreams a reality. Besides planning your vacation, I can also arrange for special needs equipment to make your vacation experience even better. I have over 26 years of hands-on wheelchair travel experience. My husband has MS and he hasn't walked for 26 years. And we travel and fly with both a power chair and a manual chair, and you can too. I can assist with land vacations or cruise vacations. I do plan a group cruise twice a year, and that helps my first-time travelers know that they are not alone. I am there to assist. Besides my travel experience and special knowledge about wheelchair travel, I am paid by the vendor, not by you. Where do you want to go? Most likely, I can help you get there. Please visit my website, www.wheelchairescapes.com, or give me a call at 603 382 3596. And let's start planning your vacation now. Thanks and happy travels. My name is Jessica Frew. I'm 20 years old. I have cerebral palsy and due to my CP, I have to use a Toby Gaze computer to communicate. I'm from South Hackensack, New Jersey. I'm a professional model slash actress, and I'm a full-time student at William Patterson University. I was born in Trinitas Hospital in Elizabeth, New Jersey on August 13, 2001, with cerebral palsy because the doctor made my mother push non-stop for four and a half hours, after she was fully dilated, causing me and my mother to flatline for ten minutes. They had to resuscitate my mother first which caused my brain oxygen deprivation leading to cerebral palsy. My father told me when my mother flatlined in his arms, he thought he just lost his wife and his unborn baby. I also remember my mother telling me a story, when she woke up in the ICU at 2 o'clock in the morning. Looking for ice chips, she saw a woman in her room. My mother thought the women was a visiting nun since it was a religious hospital and she was wearing a bright yellow nun outfit. The woman told my mother she was a good friend of father, uncle, Tom and didn't worry about you or your little baby girl because everything was going to be okay. Also you'll be able to see your baby girl tomorrow. The next morning, when my mother woke up, she told the nurse it was so nice for that nun to come into my room last night to visit me. The nurse gave my mother a weird look said you might have been dreaming because we don't have visiting nuns at this hospital and no visitors came to your room during the night. My mother let it go, told the nurse okay I must have been dreaming. But she knew it wasn't a dream. Later on that evening, she was able to see her little baby girl for the first time in the NICU and she knew everything would be okay. The day after I was transferred to another hospital where I was there for three weeks in a special NICU. That was the beginning of my journeys and challenges in life. I was diagnosed with having dyskinetic cerebral palsy, which affects my speech and my muscle movements. Having trouble controlling muscle movement, twisting, and abrupt movements, making it difficult to control my entire body movements and coordination. For example, walking, talking, arm movements. Also with having dyskinetic cerebral palsy, 
I have severe muscle pain in my whole body every day, but some days are better than others. This type of cerebral palsy I have doesn't affect my intelligence. So I'm basically stuck in my own body. But I'm very lucky and grateful to still have my intelligence after the birth trauma I endured. I have all kinds of therapies to help me improve with my muscle training, strength, flexibility, balance, motor development and mobility. I don't let my disability stop me from being independent. For example, I use an electric wheelchair to help me to move around. I use a Tobii I computer to fully communicate and to do basically everything, but I still need assistance with all of the physical things. For example, feeding, dressing, transferring, toileting, and showering. As a young woman living with dyskinetic cerebral palsy, it can be very challenging at times because it's not like I can pick up and go, I need assistance with me at all times. As a young adult, you want your own independence, you don't want to rely on someone to assist, but you have no choice in the matter. Having someone to rely on can be challenging because for example, if they are running late, you are late as well. I'm trapped in my own body, and there's not a thing I can do about it. Furthermore, let's not forget about my muscle pain. My muscle spasms are no joy. When I have muscle spasms, it feels like a very severe cramp pain in every muscle throughout my body. Like knives are stabbing me in every single part of my body. I handle pain very well but sometimes when the pain is very severe and can't move my body with the spasms, I will try to take over counter medications to relieve the pain which doesn't always help the pain depending on how severe it is. Sometimes the pain brings tears to my eyes as it can become unbearable. I don't know how long my muscle spasms can last for, maybe for a few minutes or a few hours. My disability doesn't only cause me physical pain, it causes a lot of emotional pain as well, because sometimes I lie in bed and think to myself, what if I could walk or talk? Just pick up and go like my friends do. Don't worry about replying on someone 24-7, and to just be normal. I was always left out from a lot of things the kids were doing on the playground, and I felt the kids always treated me differently than everyone else. But I really fully didn't understand why at that point until I was around 13 or 14, when I realized I was different from everyone else, because you know when you are a little kid you don't understand why they are treating you differently but as you get older you start to realize you're different and that's really hard to accept. So I didn't really make friends without a disability when I was growing up, it was only me and my best friend who is a disability through high school. I didn't talk to anyone with my computer as the public. I just use it for school work. Also my father passed away from cancer when I was 14, and that was the lowest point of my life, because I was broken and so lost. For example I didn't care if I lived or died. I didn't want to take a shower, I cut all my hair off, I thought his death was my fault. I should have been a better daughter and saved him. I was stuck in my mind with all the negative thoughts. I told no one and I actually put on this happy face. I remember we had a big fight the day before he got sick, and he was gone in a week. I didn't even get the chance to say I was sorry for the mean things I said, because I loved him. That broke me for years. So I completely shut down from anyone around me and completely stopped communicating with my eye computer, even to my best friend. 
but a few years after my father passed, my mother went to a medium, and I was able to talk to my father again. I know he was pain-free and very happy where he is now. That put my mind at peace with everything. I realized later on in my life after all of my challenging things I endured throughout my lifetime. I was lying down in my bed, just thinking about why God didn't just take me at birth when I flatlined. But he decided to give me a second chance at life. A few days, I realized the reason why God decided to give me a second chance at life is for a very special purpose. I believe my true purpose that God gave me is to get my voice heard around the world as an advocate to help make a difference for people with disabilities. To show people how to love themselves or their disability. To fight for the right to give them a voice for equality throughout the world, especially in the modeling slash entertainment industry, and traveling the world educating everything on disabilities. The reason I decided to go into the modeling slash entertainment industry was because I always felt like I wasn't good enough at anything and people treated me differently than everyone else when I was growing up. But something happened in my life, which made me realize that I don't know if I'm not good enough at accomplishing anything if I don't try. So I want my voice heard around the world to help make a difference in this industry for people with disabilities, and show people with disabilities to just be yourselves, and to believe in yourselves because we all are amazing the way we all are. When I had my first audition for the role in Morgan Stark the coming of age, and in that moment while I was playing the character, I felt the character just came naturally out of me like I transformed myself into the character in that moment and I felt so confident about myself in front of the camera. Also when I'm reading slash pre-programming my lines into my gaze computer, I realize I can do this and make a difference in the entertainment industry because there is a very small percentage of disabled non-verbal actors in the industry. Also when I appeared in a new series called Surviving the Cartel, and for the first time being on a set, truly felt like I was home and I realized this is what I was born to do. My disability has made me work hard at accomplishing my dreams and it has made me into the strong individual who I am today. I am mostly proud of my disability because it has helped me to help show people with disabilities that they can accomplish anything they put their mind to, and to never give up on your dreams, and to make a difference in the world for people with disabilities. Also I wouldn't be the proud strong individual who I have become, without my disability. In my new podcast series, Through the Eyes of Jessica, I will take you on the journey that is my life. I will share with you my hopes, my fears, what makes me laugh, what makes me cry. I will share with you, my thoughts, and what I see, through my eyes. This has been Through the Eyes of Jessica. I'm Jessica Through.